beautiful, beautiful, beautiful messes of people and masses of things. Welcome back to Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling, the only podcast where James and I, Sean, how you doing, go through Lucha Underground episode by episode, season one, episode 34, Gold and Guerreros this week. What's going on, James? Sean, your new name is Shawnee Main. Shawnee Main is just because you're convinced everyone is secretly Bug Main in an no. elaborate costume. Oh, okay. wow. You don't know deep Justin Bieber lore. So for a little bit, <laughs> he started doing rap music and went no. by Shawnee Main. You should you look shoddy. Shawnee Main. Okay, like a D. Like no, like shorty, but like shoddy main. Okay, so like a T, which is just a, which is a lot like a D. It's like a penis with a cross. It's like a Christian penis is a T. You ever think about that? Whatever you just said, yeah, I'll go okay. with that. <laughs> I'm going to send you this. Just listen to like the first couple little bits of shoddy main. Well, I explain to the listeners what's going on today. <laughs> okay, fine. So. Sean, hey, he was gone for a few weeks. If he would like to discuss that, that's fine. But currently, he is listening to a shoddy main speaking in tongues. He's saying, it's all like, all right, real quick. The first five seconds is literally speaking in tongues. Habe dabi dabi dabi. Yeah. It's not even, it's like yabba dabba do, but less musical. It would have been better if they just had him rap speaking in tongues speaking in tongues and they reversed speaking in tongues the second time Ooh, that would have been very clever which i don't even because he's like what 12 here 15 maybe yeah okay there's a big thwop of age he was not famous at 12 so he was probably 16 okay which is that's a really cool effect that the producers should have been on that I feel like at this point, because he's already famous, right? This is yes. his, I'm uh-huh. so famous, I can do what I want, yes. period. But bo- bo- not born this way. No, yeah, he put out yeah. born this way. Yeah, Baby, yeah, yeah. Origi- He was the out. original star. I remember one time uh, watching him and that country man who is an actor whose name I don't remember. Rocket Raccoon. It was Rocket Raccoon. Rocket Raccoon drove by and was like, man, I like your nose, but you're too Canadian. And then he drove away and then we never heard of Justin Bieber again. But he definitely had producers around him at this point that were like, I don't care. We, he can just say Dobby Dobby do and we'll slap a Justin Bieber sticker and it will sell. I'm not going to work. It's not a Justin Bieber sticker, though. It's a shoddy it's main. It's a shoddy main sticker. Would you be surprised to learn that this shoddy main stickers look a lot like Justin Bieber? Okay, so you I could, think the only difference is he's wearing glasses. You could sell them as the same. Actually, this was during his glasses phase. Unprescription. And for you podcast listeners, just so you know, th- this entire time, even the Shuffling the Deck episodes, I've been wearing glasses. Sometimes. Right? Most, I think most of the times I've been wearing glasses. Ready? Yeah. James. Now I am little Shawnee Maine. Can you recognize me? Whoa, there are no glasses on my face, bitch. You're not looking at, you're not looking at me. There you go. You look, because you've grown your beard out so much, you look like a different person. (laughs) It's it's mostly the beard at this point. The beard, no glasses. You with glasses, familiar. Beard, no glasses. Ah, ah, ah. 
James, I've only listened to seven seconds of this song. I don't want to listen to anymore. <laughs> That's it. That's all you needed to. Okay, good. That was a meme that we would send people of like, hey, you want to listen to this new rapper, Shoddy Main? And then we'd play that. <laughs> it's like it's like the next level of Rick Rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I There was an effective Rick Roll when we did that anime convention tabling there. They were playing... Like this week? This week we did Fan Expo Live, but uh, last month when we were tabling at an anime convention out in the main commons area, someone was just like blasting on a Bluetooth speaker, like a big one, a bunch of Mm. like house hits from the late 90s, early 2000s. So like Barbie Girl came on and then- I'm blue came on and people were like, yeah. And then like it gets into the drop. It's like, never want to give. And people were pissed because they got legitimately rickrolled. I don't know. I I guess I'm glad. Part of me is glad that people are still getting pissed because that's the, that's the, you know, perceived reaction. That's what you want. But like, I feel like in 2023, I get rickrolled. I'm kind of just excited. A, I'm nostalgic for getting Rick rolled, and B, the song's pretty catchy. Yes, but people were really excited to be hearing I'm Blue. Like, that was the song everyone was like, yeah, man. And it was a yeah. mid-set Rick roll, and that's, it should have been yeah. a Rick roll, but changed into a house song. That would have been even better. A little, yeah. Oh my gosh, if it was that, because you want to get, I want to get like a full spectrum of emotions mm-hmm. uh, as an artiste. So like it starts as like the regular Rick Roll and people are like, oh, fuck you, I'm mad. <gasps> and then it, and then all of a sudden the bass gets a little bit heavier. There's a few more wah, wah, wahs and you're like, oh shit, I'm getting Rick Rolled. Fuck yeah. I don't think Sean knows what house music is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's, and then there's that guitar that comes in and it's like, this was a pre-record thing. And then uh, there's a big bad wolf and he tries to blow down the music, but the wolf can't stop the music because the little pigs built their house music with bricks. Fucking bricks of cocaine. And then Chavo comes into Dario Cueto's office. Let's go. And James did mention it, but I would like to really quick thanks everyone who's coming in. It's been a, a hard three weeks for me. That will continue to be hard. I lost a very dear friend of mine. And thank y'all. I had a couple a couple friends reach out. And just really anyone who's even coming back in and listening to us after a three-week, a surprise three-week hiatus, I want to thank you very much. Was it three weeks? I think it's, yeah. It's been three weeks. I spent two weeks in the hospital with him. And then it was one week. Uh, I had a surprise trip back to Buffalo, which was really nice. Oh, speaking of, real quick, did you know... Big Rick graduated from the University of Buffalo? Wait, no, I didn't. What did he... No, he didn't. Did yeah, he, he really? did. Yeah. Big Rick's my favorite. I've always said that. I, don't go back and listen to old episodes. Well, I've always said Big Rick was my favorite. Uh, you have said that you really liked Ezekiel Jackson. Is that true? Yeah. I don't think I watched Ezekiel Jackson. Well, I, think I, was, I think I meant to say he was Ezekiel Jackson and I like what he's doing here. And maybe like you saying, I really wish he was in more of this means you enjoy him. Yeah, exactly. And he's so, oh my gosh. I have been, I have been saying that for a lot. I got really, I'll let you know, I got really afraid that I've been bad-mouthing Big Rick. I don't think I have been. No. But just in case, I want to, Justin Bieber case, I want to be super clear. Little shot, I mean, shoddy main. 
style. I, I, I love Big Rick on Shoddy Main Street. I can't get Shoddy Main out of my head now, and this is not okay. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, yabba, dabba, do. I'm Shoddy Main. How about you? Dario Cueto's office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's counting his money sneakily. Which is such an interesting character choice, real quick. Just like, how do we open up on this pic- on this frame of Dario Cueto? He's not taking the money out of the drawer. He's just like counting it while it's in the drawer. Chava walks in, the man who killed the legend of Blue Damon Jr. <gasps> twice. Uh, and Chavo is here to call in his final favor, a title match with Prince Puma. He asks for no DQ. Dario says, anything for you. And Chavo's like, anything... I'm pretty sure Santos and Blue Damon versus the surf zombie ladies from outer space or whatever fucking movie. <laughs> That's what killed the legend of BDGJ, I mean. Oh. Okay, so you're the only person, not just in this call, but that I know who has seen this movie. So I have to take your I have to take your word as gospel here. I just, I, I have my doubts that that didn't, in fact, make his legend even greater. Do you know how many surf zombies I run into on the daily that I'm like, God, if only there was a Blue Demon Jr. here to protect me and secure his legacy? I'm kidding, I, because in Mexico, it's like champion that style of shit. But if that stuff were mm-hmm. to come out today, like wrestling fans in the United States would be like, oh, man, Roman Reigns is is the new fairy from the Tooth Fairy. He sold out. And it's like, no, man, he, the, he's yeah. on this beautiful set. And he, as the Tooth Fairy, is fighting the personification of Ginger Vitus. Yeah. Well, it also it would have. <laughs> have to be Roman Reigns to do the true one for one Roman Reigns as Roman Reigns as the tooth fairy mm-hmm. right yeah like it's not like my name is Car- my name is Carl Henderson and I became the tooth fairy whoops no it has to be like hey I'm Roman Reigns and when I'm not out kicking ass and being your tribal chief I'm also collecting teeth from children and yeah. giving them money uh-huh because I feel like there are some rest I- there's always going to be Anytime artist objective, you know this, and not just hip hop, but especially horrorcore, the guys who come in, that's not real horrorcore, that's bullshit. And it's like, no, that's just, we're having fun. Like, we're doing, we're having fun and we're experimenting. I fuck with, if you're a fan, not just even wrestling, any fan, if you're the kind of fan that's like, this is something weird and different and we're all having fun, I fuck with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you're, if you're gatekeeping, it's a, you can keep keep your castle, just don't gatekeep. I don't remember <gasps> if that was this podcast or something else. It was. I think that was this. I think that was from you, yeah. It might have even been from Shuffling the Deck, which, oh man. Sean, while you were in wow. your absence, we got a bunch of new listeners. Every time I'm gone, we get so many more listeners. But guess what? <laughs> Zero for Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling. Always. Yay! But our TikTok is blowing up. Yeah, the quick hits, not just on TikTok, yeah. on Facebook. The ones I'm not on. <laughs> the Facebook, for some weird reason, some of them are getting like 2,000 views and not just like three second views, like yeah. full minute long views plus like the retention rate for these videos is is great it's the best thing that i've ever put out in recent years i'm so proud of you and well i think i wonder if okay insert self-deprecating that oh the thing i'm not on joke ha 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 but for true i wonder if if it's because x is such a fucking mess like i know i've been going back to facebook a lot more lately Mm. just because i don't i don't want to be on x anymore 
because that website sucks. Yeah. It's bad. I think also a lot of wrestling fans, because a lot seem to be, at least for the Lucha Underground stuff from Mexico, a lot of the people given likes. Mm-hmm. So it could just Hell maybe yeah. in Mexico, Facebook isn't seen as like, hey, this is for boomers type deal. Possibly. I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious to see in the next couple of years, though, if that sort of like backtracks, yeah. if like Facebook gets back. Because I, cause like, I don't think there's really I'm on Tumblr a lot more now Whoa. after getting off Twitter. I don't post anything. I just like to scroll on Tumblr. Yeah. Uh, shoot me your Tumblrs. I'll, I'll watch you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, oh, I guess I should have said, speaking of Santos movies and stuff. Hell yeah. We are going to be scheduling around your schedule for uh, our Lost Luchadoras read. So let me yes. know what yes. day I think next weekend you would be good to record. I was very a little behind the scenes. Uh, I was almost involved in the, recor- in the recording of the episode, I mm-hmm. believe, correct? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately aforementioned really bad things happened and I got taken out of commission for about again like two or three weeks and I listened to it I'll say it on podcast to make it extra true I texted James this but I want to make it extra 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 true James I'm very proud of your breakdown of Technicos v Rudos and how that compares to the American babyface versus heels Thank did a great you. job absolutely but I remember just listening to it being like oh man I really want to be in this episode I just told Shelby because Shelby's like message me saying hey can you help me write the intro announcing and i was like just put down sean improvises three sentences or less make sure you put in that stipulations okay the rudo gets over the technico gets over just like put down that and he will know what Mm -hmm. to do yeah yeah, i'll figure that out i'm so excited okay yay yay i don't remember what we were talking about but we should probably talk about this episode conan is being discussed because chavo guerrero wants a shot at the title against prince puma tonight yes when dario says anything or chavo's like anything his anything is that if conan gets involved new stipulation chavo automatically wins the title it is no disqualification but conan cannot get involved The odds are stacked. Specifically, though, Conan and his cane, which is a children's book that should be burned. If by burned, you mean burned into my retinas because I will not stop reading it, then I agree. Conan and his cane. Also, shouts out to Chavo's evil chuckle. It's definitely improving. I thought he I thought this was a this was a very serviceable evil chuckle. He says, (laughs) you go. Like, he needs to stop coming every time he evil chuckles, but he's getting there. I just uh. laugh like a Sailor Moon villains do, mixed with a fancy man. Okay. And I just picture every time you laugh, you also come. Yes, of course. Oh, man, you should see me at stand-up events. I'm depleted and drained by the end. Uh, I would say that super, or not Superman, Sailor Moon villains are also fancy men, but they're Mm -hmm. just fancy, extremely androgynous individuals. Hell yes. I need to, which reminds me, I need to rewatch Sailor Moon. We have it all on DVD, dude. Ooh. Well, what's not on DVD, what we have on, oh, shit. MDD, Mexican Dubweiser, playing us to the desk. 
There you As go. Stryk- there we- hey, baby. As Stryker welcomes us to the temple and Vampiro is all fingers tonight. Hell yeah. I love it when he's doing that. And he says it's going to be an explosion of biblical proportions, which is what happens when Jesus tries to make souffle. <laughs> You thought it was going to be like cum or something. No, I did. I expect there to be cum in the souffle, but that's a a Rick roll for later. Nope, nope, nope. If you put cum in surprising desserts, is that a dick roll? No, that's a, I was going to say that's a hate crime. That's a, that's just a crime crime. No, 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 but it's it's a joke. No. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) <laughs> the first <laughs> but that's what you need to do with your spouse you need to like if you start making them food in the morning put a little bit mm-hmm. of your semen in it so they start enjoying it am i right fellas yeah. and then what you do is it's all about the prestige the reveal so what you do is you slowly start playing rick roll in the background and that's how they know oh i just accidentally ate semen don't do this. This is a crime, actually. Now that I now that I hear myself, it is a crime. That's what also uh, DJ Khaled's wife should start doing, and oh. his food is just like start squirting it a little bit. So then he yeah. starts craving her pussy. Oh, we the best kind of lingus. He's terrible at it. Everyone he knows refuses it. to do it. Yeah, no, it's which is why if you ever hear we the best music, you have to scream we the best kind of lingus because we're trying to help you. DJ Khaled, we're just trying to help. It's an art form that takes practice. No one is mm. good right off the bat. Mm-mm, mm-mm. So it's also, yeah. it's a two-way street. Both people mm-hmm. need to be, hey, I know what I like. The person being eaten out and the person mm-hmm. who's eating out needs to be receptive to feedback. And I want to be pretty much a puppy dog down there just being told exactly what to do and uh yeah this is a mess i made so my face is getting rubbed in it (laughs) god it's not even a joke that's just i think we're just recording porn now i think this podcast is just porn (laughs) delavar davari is up for is in the first match big rick in the corner we all remember he's hired big rick uh to be his muscle to be his goon squad to provide protection against the man he's been fucking with since day one, Tejano. I want to see his spoon squad because this man, I guess, doesn't need him. Every single gravy bit he eats is the thinnest. He can just sip it up, which, holy shit, I need to tell this story, Sean. Please. Holy fuck. Okay, so back in the day, one of, like, a famous... Mostly speaking, Sentai story was a time we were on the red line. This was maybe 2018 before we were doing the podcast. We had probably just gone seeing a movie downtown, maybe a Rift Tracks. We get on the train and it's packed. It's like seven o'clock traffic, downtown red line. So we're underground. That is a big thing full of people. We see a man just open up a plastic bag that says thank you on it. Pull Mm -hmm. out a styrofoam cup with a lid on it, remove it, and he's, it's the thinnest refried beans I've ever seen, and he starts Mm. drinking the refried beans from the cup. 
Is it wrong that I totally get that guy? Well, okay. <laughs> Maybe that is okay. However, on our way back from Fan Expo, a man mm-hmm. sits down in front of us in in the back of a bus in one of the like facing inward seats. This is my this is the start to my favorite art uh uh, Art and Garfunkel song, by the way. Okay, hell yeah. Simon I like and Garfunkel. This. I forgot their names so bad. Art I can and only Garfunkel. Art and Garfunkel. <laughs> Fuck Paul Simon. So this man sits down in a fever. It just like mm-hmm. sits down or in a fervor, I should say. And I'm out of, in the corner of my eyes because I'm looking out. I don't stare at people. I'm looking into the window area. But I sure. see this man. You know Salt Bay? Yeah, that's when my girlfriend covers her in salt and I fucking have sex with her. Sean, I, cast. I need you to know, or I need to know, do you know who Salt Bay is? Oh, wait, Salt Bay is a person? Yes, okay, you've never seen this meme. It's that guy just doing a little bit of salt like this? Yes, I have seen this meme. Okay. Uh, he's, for those of you listening, is he's doing the little finger between the thumbs sprinkle, and also, if you know the meme, he's very, he's almost like a magician, but yes. he's a chef. Okay, think of that, but someone doing a Salt Bay maneuver, so like pinching something, but then just like throwing it down on something. So I'm like, what the fuck is happening in my periffs? I have glasses on, but I can't see yeah. that well. So I turn because also there's a smell coming. I'm like, what is that? There is a man and I watch him just frantically make a full ass submarine sandwich on the bus. Yes. All right. I was kind of on board with the refried beans guy. I love subway artisans on the bus. No, because his hands will get all hammy. And not only that, once he puts on all the, and he's shoving the ham in the crevices, just nonstop. And then once he's done with the ham, he take he palms a bunch of Doritos, crunches it up in his hands and sprinkles them in. And then- an awesome thing to do from the comfort of your home where you can wash your hands after. Ugh, even that, I crunch them up in the bag, then sprinkle them on because I don't touch oh. food, guys. Oh, yeah. I forgot that's the thing. As I uh, told. Hey, hey, guys, if you if you want someone to touch your food, hit me up. OK, as I told Presley on a recent height of horror because she was baffled. And then after I said I don't touch food, she, there was a beat and she's like. Are you autistic? I'm like, stop calling me that, everyone. I got tested. But then I said there was once when I went into a Taco Bell downtown, I was about to order, but I noticed something. I said, hey, do you you do you have forks and knives? And they said no. So I just turned around and walked out. Hell yeah. James does not touch food, you sickos. But then this man proceeded to eat this sandwich but as if he was like, ripping it just with his teeth and going like, <laughs> yes. And I'm like, uh, and then he, then he dusted himself off after eating all of it. And then as if he's like, this area is filthy. Then he went and sat somewhere else. <laughs> God damn it. Like he's surprised that the his mess area is now a mess. He is. That's not how you eat pussy, guys. No. Don't be the puppy dog that doesn't. Oh, no. Whose mess is this? And then you walk away. No, you'll get your face rubbed in it. And this is porn now. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I don't remember. Yes. But back to the boiling points and boiling heights because, man, there's a lot of loose ends that will be tied in the coming weeks because we have three episodes until Ultima Lucha Part 1, which we will be doing watch-alongs as episodes for each because, Sean, while watching this episode, I was like, holy shit, I missed this. I love wrestling. It's really good. (laughs) And this is also a big blow-off. I'm a little surprised this didn't go to Ultima Lucha. Because, of course, when Davari first made his debut, it was by attacking Tejano while he was in a match. And the only way I can describe it, silly slapping him. Like, they show, at the beginning of the episode, they show the recap of him just, like, Bugs Bunny-esque forehand, backhand, uh-huh. forehand, backhand. So this is a big, this is a big blow-off. This is also Tejano is now, is... Uh, a, he's a big baby face now. Yeah. A blue collar warrior south uh-huh. of the border. He sells ass kickings and ass kicking accessories. I wrote down they just couldn't keep him a heel. He's so charismatic that you need him to be the good guy, which I think is why in Lucha Underground, they're not having him feud with uh, what's his nuts. Alberto? Yeah, because it, mm-hmm. it, no one wants when it's when it's those two in the ring. Tejano yeah. needs to win. Uh, I think, yeah, it's still, and again, it's so odd, and we'll see it later. It's a very weird time for Alberto. Uh, I feel like we talk about it every other episode, but how important Alberto was to wrestling fans who were tired of the WWE product, what he represented to w, to when he was coming into the WWE, and how disappointing that first run ended, because he was a big AAA star that was finally like, oh, they're going to push someone who is not specifically John Cena or Brock Lesnar. Nothing wrong with them, but they, they're they so ingrained in that system. There's such a style to that system. It becomes homogenized. So, like, he represented something outside of that system, and then it kind of turned out he might just be a terrible, terrible person. And more than anything, I, I hope he's okay now. You want to know my favorite AAA star? Uh, who's your favorite AAA star? Mario. Yahoo! Because he's in AAA video games. Yeah, and AAA movies now. Oh, yeah. Go watch it on Peacock. Someday, after I watch that Cody doc. Also, I started, this was my only, uh, besides the Cody doc, I watched that. Very good. Mm. Need to watch that. The fact that you watched that before I did Uh amazes me. I need to watch it. Also, I started that Teddy Hart docuseries. Ooh, I have not watched it, but I do know who Teddy Hart is. And if you guys don't know who Teddy Hart is... Listen to a previous episode of this because we've talked about about him. Okay, good. And then I saw there was this documentary (laughs) by this guy who guys watch it it sucks that this dude is just now coming out with all of this information he could have went to the authorities before this woman went missing and gotten him on all these other charges that were brought to him back in 2015 Mm -hmm. is this teddy it's about this (laughs) dude who saw teddy back in like 2011 or something and was like holy Mm -hmm. shit this dude i need to make a documentary reality show about Because Mm -hmm. he has so many layered things. But in the process of that, in the process of making so much footage, he he has evidence that he could have turned into the police in like 2015-ish when he was charged by uh, his then wife and his then like thruple girlfriend. 
Yo, wait. So is the documentarian catching charges now as well? No, he is okay. bringing all of this information. So he has this high quality documentary, like reality show God. footage that is being interspliced into this document, the three part docu series. Teddy Hart, because I think what we did talk about too was his moonsault off the top of the batting fence in uh, Buffalo. And how that was such an important part to my young wrestling fan life. It's he's such a he's such a fascinating guy. You probably never ever 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 want to meet. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, also recommended if you ever see the best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent. They had an interview series for a while, and there's a great little sort of like preview of the Te- Teddy Hart episode on YouTube. Also subscribe. I mean subscribe to them. But if you want to just catch the free, uh, it is wild. It is wild and uncomfortable and fascinating. But we, but we got Divari it. versus Tejano. Oh, wait, what's his name? Divari? Huh? What's his full name? Delavar Divari. No, it's not. I could have swore it was Divari Jabroni. <laughs> and you want to know how he hurt his shoulder, Sean? How did he hurt his shoulder, James? From plucking out shoulder hairs. Oh, God. Vampiro, by the way, is on one tonight. Man, Vampiro rules. We got to get him on the show. He's not not healthy enough to do shows anymore, unfortunately. Oh, wait. Um, Podcasts or? I don't think he can do podcasts anymore. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Again, all well wishes, all like positive vibes to Vampiro, who I believe is in Vegas now. Uh, yeah, I don't think, unfortunately, I don't think he can do a lot of, like, I don't think he can do media anything Damn. anymore, which is a shame. Yeah, Vampiro kicks ass. Yeah. Uh, if, they, if this podcast is is anything else, just like how Shuffling the Dick made me a, a juggalo, or at the very least, a juggalo, uh, no, I'm full on juggalo, that's fair. This version, The Sweaty Times, it's just about appreciating Vampiro. How good he wa- how good he is. It's also from me only knowing Vampiro from his did you ever listen to maniac killers the twisted song that i sent you that vampiro's on is he like on the intro yeah he's on the intro i probably only listened to the intro okay good so that was my only experience with him and then seeing him in the beginning of this i'm like i don't know about this man but now i'm just mm-hmm. like he's so he's knowledgeable his rise mm-hmm. to stardom's insane two thumbs up to vampiro yeah he's super he's super invested in the younger generation you mm-hmm. hear, I mean, and you even seen that doc we watched a couple weeks yeah. ago where it's like, he's so invested. He want he wants people to succeed, which is my favorite type of person. Yeah. And he's silly and he's silly. He's so fun. He's violent and silly, which is all I want out of my wrestlers. That's that juggalo in him. Whoop, whoop. But yeah, so in this match, Tejano's getting his shit wrecked in the beginning, really focusing on the leg and the knee, and Tejano does such a great acting job selling that. Oh, he's phenomenal. And it's like, shouts out, because this is, anytime Davari's in Lucha Underground, you kind of see the style shift to more of a WWE, less is more type of deal. And it's one of those things, I remember there was, you know, it could go really poorly, or it can like do a lot. Also, the fact that it's Davari running away from Tejano until he gets that cheap shot, and then mm-hmm. he just works over the knee. Yeah. It makes Tejano look so strong, because de- the only way Davari can get that knee opportunity is by cheating and by playing dirty and using Big Rick as the distraction. Throughout this entire match, Vampiro is acting as if he doesn't know Davari's name, and... Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
<laughs> so be striker and say his truly his true full name. And taking over now is Delavar Davari. Where's the J? Vampiro says that because he's like, yeah, he's Davari Jabroni. Delavari. <laughs> they also have it uh, at one point when Davari is uh, doing some dirty business behind the referee's back, and Matt Stryker asks, how do they get away with it? And Vampiro comes in, well, how do the Globetrotters never win the NBA championship? <laughs> well, they're not in because the NBA. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> because, and, it's, and it's even delivered in such a sweet way of mm-hmm. like, you can tell how much Stryker loves Vampiro. Like yeah. he's, he's giggling. He's, he's not talking. He never talks down to him un- unless it's like you can tell they're in character and it's mm-hmm. Vampiro getting very heated and Stryker has to defend the honor. Like, like in this exchange, it's so sweet. In the last match, it's there's such great comedy with them and someone mm. else from outside the table. We will get to it. We'll finish this up. Uh, Tejano's brutal honor is getting snuffed out by Davari's cheating game plan, as James so elegantly put it earlier. But Tejano finally starts fighting back. The treble in Davari's chops versus the bass in Tejano's. Mm-hmm. Great call from Striker there. Big Rick gets on the apron, Tejano's bull rope, in, bull rope in hand, misses the punch, super kick by Tejano, off the apron, sit-out powerbomb for the Tejano win at 6 minutes and 10 seconds, seemingly putting an end to this rivalry. There was also another like, hey, no, Vampiro, come on, man. I believe it was well when they were outside of the ring, he started getting counted out, and then... Mm-hmm. Vampiro's like, yeah, not like, not like Big Rick knows anything about that. And then Vampiro or Stryker goes, yeah, Big Rick can count Vampiro. Yeah. <laughs> Vampiro, I think he literally, he literally asks, you think Big Rick can count? Like, <laughs> yes. yes. Big Rick a, can count. Like his whole, his whole deal is that he is in it for the money. All he does is count. Oh yeah. That's a huge portion of his character is how much he loves counting. He is the Count of Lucha Underground. Oh, Yeah. And then Prince Puma is the Elmo. I want to say Pentagon Jr. is the Grover. I'm not sure who the Grover is. Okay. No, he's kind of the Oscar Pentagon. Pentagon, That's true. Pentagon's the Oscar. Phoenix is the Grover. And Snuffleupagus is Drago. Hell yeah, because, because does he exist? Yeah, Ooh. I was literally going to say that. <laughs> Fuck, there is such a good line from someone in this episode. <laughs> we cut to the temple gym as Conan is watching Puma pump iron. And he tells him, it doesn't matter. The deck is stacked against you. I know Chavo a long time. He's many things, but not a champion. Well, what are those many things? He is a human humidifier. He is a a tiny ballerina in the palm of your hand. He is a lover, a fighter, and a never gonna dyer. He is the guy in the parking lot selling off-brand knockoff Grateful Dead teas. But you want to know what he's not? What's that? A reciprocal for human waste. That's his gym bag. Whoa. Well, he he says he's a liar. <laughs> shit in your bag. He's a liar, a cheat, and a scrupulous. <laughs> a scrupulous? That's what he said, I think. He does. No, I think you're right. Uh, Katrina appears. Katrina appears and says, fuck you, Puma. Mill's going to eat your lunch. 
and then Mill appears, stares into his soul, and disappears. Conan reminds Puma it's all mind games. Don't let her get into your head. But Puma's a little shook. That doesn't make sense, Sean. You want to know why? Mill ain't mind games. He's mime games, like charades, because he's Mm -hmm. a mute. In the locker room. (laughs) I'm no-selling this joke. I'm mostly no-selling it because we just got it. We got to get through this, but it was a very good joke. I'm proud of you. Absolutely. In the locker room, Conan's been boys with this mysterious luchador who he's talking to. We don't see them. We just know that Conan and this luchador are very close. And Conan knows they've wanted to get Chavo a long time. He knows Chavo wouldn't ask for this match against Puma tonight unless he has another trick up his sleeve. So on behalf of Mexico and the disrespect Chavo has shown, Conan gives them the go-ahead to clear the debt and fuck Chavo up. Let's go to the next match, Hernandez versus Drago. Last week, of course, Hernandez cost Drago a title shot at Ultima Lucha, and now Drago is here for revenge. Man, Uh, this starts out with Drago just getting hit, thrown over, and he recovers so quickly. It's like his recovery time is like my refractory time. For Drew, it's, it's, I wrote down, it's Hernandez's hubris in his size. He's so confident in his size that it becomes a disadvantage as Drago will not be intimidated, nor will he die. Mm-hmm. So every time Hernandez starts doing that little strut, it's like, oh no. Hernandez is a holder of 20 major championships. Vampiro as striker, can you tell me one? And I'm not talking about a hot dog eating championship at the fair. Yeah, I was going to say I wrote down a state fair dog eating contest because, Sean, guess what? What's up? Dominators change. We're no longer dominating with a slowly moving thing. We're dominating via chewing. We are biting dogs. All right. And real quick, because I don't have the time to tell you how wrong you are. You just want to let want to just let new listeners know exactly what a dominator is in a sentence or less. Listen to previous episodes. And when you start with episode one or just start when Cade shows up, because that's when it starts. Just please yeah. send me every time I mentioned the dominator so I can do a quick cut. Uh, Hernandez. Finally catches Drago. <laughs> <laughs> Hernandez finally catches Drago. Drago's up top on Hernandez immediately. Uh, But when Hernandez catches Drago, it's a problem. Blocks it to Harris with a buckle bomb. He's just polishing the horns of Drago before chopping him in the chest. Literally just one-handing him. They keep referring referring to it the way like you would handle a bag of groceries is the way Hernandez is handling Drago. Uh, No, they specifically, I believe, said... It looks like he's carrying a gym bag, which somehow is less full of innards than Chavo's literal gym bag. Which is filled with shit because we shit in your bag. (laughs) Chavo, we shit in your bag. Also, hey guys, if you're listening to from episode one, please tell us why did we start saying that? I don't know, (laughs) because... Was Uh, it something Vampiro said? I don't know. No, I think it's specifically something I brought up about like the SmackDown of the early 2000s where JBL and like certain like veteran wrestlers would shit in younger wrestlers gym bags because it was an unhealthy environment. Any of those old timers who say wrestling's not the same anymore. Yeah, that's because it's it's sustainable and healthy and not a fucking playground of douchebags well maybe they thought chavo could figure out hey are my shits healthy maybe that's it maybe chavo was a doctor this whole time and he's just demanded stool samples from the undertaker Mm -hmm. 
Hey, Mark, come shit in my bag. It's for your health. Um, the Chill of Hernandez is disrespecting the honor of the fight. Uh, it's one of the reasons Vampiro and Stryker mentioned that Hernandez is so hated in this temple. Now it's Drago's turn to catch Hernandez. Catches him sleeping on the top rope, big Frankensteiner. It's not the size of the fighter, but the size of the fight as Drago planches over the top rope. Big springboard corkscrew off the apron to the outside, but this is where Hernandez's size does him some favors. He recovers, border toss, Drago onto the apron, brutal, rips the fan's belt off in a very aggressive hug. Yeah, that's prison love, baby. I, that that's a direct vampiro quote that i did not write down i did <laughs> yeah you did hernandez beats and chokes drago with the belt dq at six minutes and 43 seconds <laughs> then he grabs the mic sean and what's the first thing he says you dumbass fans dragons are not real <laughs> your hero is just a man a man i just whooped his ass uh, he doesn't know that dragons and you can be a dragon and a luchador at the same time. Yeah, Sean has said he's a literal dragon. And I have said he's a literal. I've always said he's both. No. I don't know why you. I have this no, entire. I, I edit this show. I hear it more than you. Okay, well, well done. I definitely said both. Last time we talked about this, I definitely said he was both. Yes, You're but the, you originally would always tell me he's real dragon. I might have said that once. And it's to be fair, it's also because... If you're newer to wrestling and you don't want to like, oh, he's both a dragon and a luchador. Which I guess I, c- I should start like that. I almost want to like press upon someone the fantasy first, right? Mm-hmm. Especially depending who they are. Like I know like James, you are a fan of fantastical things. You are willing to suspend disbelief for the art, for, for good fiction. And some people like that. Some people don't want the suspension of disbelief. They want to be pushed that way. And those are the people that see him more as a luchador than a dragon. Where, again, I think the best place to watch is that he is both. He is an actual dragon and he is a luchador at the same time. But it's just, yeah, I don't know. There was one quote that we did not mention. In the middle of the fight, Stryker's like, you know, Drago has to use his speed and ability. He has to work around what God gave him. And Vampira's like, you sure God gave him that? Look at this dude. He's like from the pits of hell, man. Hell yeah, baby. Satan's giving us some cool fucking wrestlers. To which Stryker does not respond to. No, no. Stryker is a hard Christian. He he has a cross-shaped penis. Not because he was born that way, but just because he loves Jesus and Larry the Cucumber so much. Dude, I love Larry the Cucumber and Bible I Man Brothers. Fucking hate them both so much. Apparently, Willie Ames is a piece of shit, too. Uh, yeah, he always has been. But I didn't know that because I don't follow Willie Ames' career or, or his the things he says hard enough. Real quick, I mentioned mm. Bible Man at the live podcast recording and just an audible like, oh, from the <laughs> crowd. It's so odd. It is one of the things every time I tell someone, I was telling the woman I'm seeing the other night, like how I've never seen VeggieTales until I was an adult. And she's like, I love VeggieTales. I'm like, that's, it's so bad. And it's so weird. Just like how, how we, how we, cause you are not, and I don't think you've ever really been specifically Christian, right? Absolutely not. But you grew up with VeggieTales. Yeah. 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I have spent 12 years in, in Catholic school. As much as I, I am, I identify more as religious than specifically Catholic, I do understand a lot of Catholicism. It's, a, it's the prism I'm most familiar with to experience my religion. And I've never seen the VeggieTales until you showed it to me. And I fucking hate that shit. It's everything wrong with, with Christianity. You want to know why I watched VeggieTales and why I watched things that were marketed towards demographics that were not me? I watched everything. I didn't care what it was as long <laughs> as it was of quality. I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this. I said yeah. recently, I was like, because it was brought up for the first time. I have never heard anyone talk about it besides me. Nicole still doesn't believe the show exists. We will be doing it on This Existed. <laughs> I heard on the Rewind a show that I edit, they started talking about Cousin Skeeter from Nickelodeon. Do you remember that? I loved Cousin Skeeter. Cousin Skeeter was awesome. Hell yeah. One of my favorite Happy Meals I ever got was a little Cousin Skeeter puppet. You put your fingers into his legs and you did a little kick dance. Because I told Nicole, I was like, maybe I'm the only white person who remembers Cousin Skeeter. I have just decided I am guesting on that episode of This Existed to discuss Cousin Skeeter. Unless uh, PJ and Dana want to guest on it. Yeah, that's fair. They get more views than I do. (laughs) Yeah, I think they they probably do. No, I gotta imagine. The most popular this podcast ever is, is the moments where I'm not on it. Or also when we're talking about ICP. Yeah, exactly. Katrina appears behind Shavo in the, it looks like it's a dark hallway. Kind of the same deal as the as the Puma appearance. Mind games. Mm-hmm. If you defeat Puma tonight, you will have to fight Mill. You dummy. He's going to eat your lunch and shit in your bag. But at least he can say he was a champ for a little bit. Yeah. Well, and Chavo, the veteran, rolls resistance against mind games. Knows, totally no-sells it. Nonplussed. He says, fucking good. I don't even want my lunch. I, all I want is that belt. And Mill is pissed. It's weird. Like, Mill is, like... Puma reacts. Puma is afraid of Mill. You can see it in his eyes. Chavo, nothing. And Mill fucking hates it. Chavo might also be like, I don't, as if I have the belt once, you guys will stop shitting in my bag. That's not true. That's absolutely not true. We'll shit in your bag more. Are you kidding me? You'll have an extra bag to carry the belt. We'll shit in the belt bag. Marty the Moth Martinez versus Alberto El Patron. Which, hey guys, this will be on Quick Hits. Marty is a creep behind Melissa Santos as she announces him. He's just a little, he's just a creepy little dude. Uh-huh. Not even specifically, he's cre- he's creeping on Melissa, but he's also just a creep in his soul. He, the, he's being a moth. Moths are creepy. Yeah. And again, shout out to the real Mar- Marty Martinez. I think he's a lovely guy. Very fun to watch. Uh, Martin Casal on, uh, on Twitch. He's great. This character, he's a, he's a little creep. And Triple A Mega Champion Alberto makes his entrance. The man who will fight Johnny Mundo at Ultima Lucha. A lot of bad blood between those two right now. I said Marty better whoop his ass. Yeah. Um, anyway, the bell rings. And Alberto. <laughs> he, Alberto you want to know what? Yeah. Marty does start doing a great job in the beginning. Just, you know, blocking those punches with his face. Yeah. Also, the way Alberto starts the match, he looks one way, then rushes him down the other. Like, it's, it's literally the classic, like, hey, I'm looking over here. Punch you in the face. He, he, he starts getting his receipts in, real quickly stopped, attacks the arm, armbar submission, 54 seconds. Mm-hmm. 
Alberto takes the mic. And then I turn it off. Yeah, I don't blame it. It's a great promo. And it's, it's just, it's, again, weird knowing what we know about Alberto now. I don't really follow his career. I hope he's sobered up. I hope he's gone into, like, whatever therapy he needed for his, you know, uh, uh, failings as a, a man in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I hope he's doing better. I did put uh, down, oh, no, it was Mundo's fault. No, no. What? Mundo's fault? Because he's like, when you threw me through that window, it brought out the evil in me. (laughs) That's what made him an abusive husband and cocaine addict. Jesus. I also put, I think I know why. He reminds me visually of Phil Dumphy from Modern Family. But if he was pompous. Yeah. Which I think is is fair. Again, there's so much. He does come from such a rich wrestling history. And that's such a, it's interesting because, and I, I realized this the other night, one of the interesting things about wrestling and wrestling in America being as unhealthy, I don't know if you've ever, are you familiar with Dark Side of the Ring, that Vice docuseries? Yes. And like how, I love it. Our friend R2 Shelby too, when, I started to, uh, we were, when we were talking about wrestling, I think that was like her entrance was just like, oh my God, wrestling's very, has been very unhealthy. Like she's like started watching those. It's like, this is fucking crazy. I'm like, I know. Thankfully, and we, we touched about this earlier in, the, in this in this episode, how it is healthier. We don't have the boys shitting in each other's bags anymore or the just the rampant drug everything abuse that these that these guys used to go through in the 70s, 80s, even 90s. Like it's so hard on so many of these bodies. It's a lot healthier. And one of the things hopefully we, we don't you know, we're not going to see it for 10, 20 years is something that Mexico has had for so long. I don't know how much healthier it was, but that it was such a part of the, that it was a culture, that it was a lot more respected than it was here in America, are these legacy acts mm-hmm. that there are wrestlers who are now old enough and stable enough to have children who might want to go into wrestling someday. You know, we see Becky, uh, uh, Becky and Seth have a wrestling baby. Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins of the WWE, they got a little wrestling baby. There's out of Swerve Strickland has has a has a baby now. The Jacksons, Matt Matt Hardy's children have been featured on television beating up adults. It's very sweet. So I'm very curious to see if that happens. Like again, 20 years from now or so, we start seeing these American wrestling legacies like we've seen in Mexico. Like Alberto Tejano is a junior. Rey Mysterio Jr. is inherited the mask from his uncle, the original Rey Mysterio. Like. There, like that is such a huge part of Mexican wrestling is the legacy. I'm curious if we'll see that in America again, 10, 20 years. Now that wrestling is a lot healthier, I think the culture is. We've gotten like Cody Rhodes stuff like that. We got Cody Rhodes. That's true. I feel like it is a lot rarer though. Like there are, mm-hmm. there definitely are. You know, Cody, Cody Rhodes and Dustin Rhodes, Dwayne the Rock, and Roman Reigns, the entire Anawaii family. But I feel like that's uh, specifically the, the Anawais and that tradition of Samoa yeah. uh, and Hawaiian wrestling is just so it's almost isolated in the way it feels like where they just kind of saw like what Jake the Snake Roberts was doing with a bag of cocaine. And they're like, you know, we're going to stay over here for a little bit longer. <laughs> <laughs> we're going we're gonna to hang out over here until WWE wants to offer us a big contract. <laughs> but speaking of hanging out over there, that's what Conan's doing in the, the next and final matchup. A no disqualification Lucha Underground Championship match, Chavo Guerrero with the crew versus Prince Puma. To open the match, Vampiro would like to apologize for discounting Chavo this whole time. He's a piece of shit, but he's legit, which are two of Vampiro's favorite things. 
I don't know who screamed it. It must have been someone in the crowd when talking about like, hey, this is a no disqualification match. If Conan gets in the ring, it will be DQ'd. So Puma is on his own with Chavo and you hear someone scream, he's a madman. <laughs> I agreed with him. Whoever said that. And then someone else starts screaming because, like, Vampiro saying, like, oh, yeah, you want to know it's fine, this and that. Like, Conan, get out of here. And then Conan clearly walked up to the uh, the commentating table and just starts screaming loud enough to be picked up into their mics. It's so cute. He's not, and he's not screaming. I think he's because he, his voice doesn't sound crazy high. I think he's just, like, projecting his voice in there. Well, he yeah. wanders over to commentary into Vamps. I, I picture it being Vampiro's mic. He says, different strategy with Chavo, same results. And Vampiro's immediately like, ah, get out of here. Conan says, ah, shut up, you dumbass. And it's this moment I realize I ship these two so fucking hard. Oh, yeah. They are so cute together. They are. It's so sweet. Just like, yeah, get out of here. Shut up, you dumbass. I want them to kiss so badly. You don't understand. I don't know about that. I would like to see like a buddy, like a, what's the name of that? Strangers. Um, On a train? No, uh, the odd. Candy. Not the odd couple. It's the Belky dude. The oh. odd couple. Is that what I'm thinking of? That's a sitcom and a play by uh, Neil Simon that is sort of the um, progenitor of the Balky show, not Silver Spoons. I know because I know the show you're also referring to is a take on the Odd Couple. Uh, but yes, they would be they would be a very sweet Odd Couple, and they, I mean, even their rivalries for so long was, you know, Conan. You saw you, we saw in that Vampiro doc those early Conan stuff where he's practically Mike Tyson, like levels of wealthy. He has a tiger. Hey Conan, do you have a horse? Of course I do. You want to see it? Cut to Conan on a horse. Like where he, you know, he is this wealthy megastar. And then Vampiro is this grungy, looks like he came from the sewers, rock star. You don't want to bring home to mother type. Like they, like that odd couple rivalry back in, you know, when they, you know, when Vampiro was debuting and they were wrestling together in Mexico. Mm -hmm. Like, they, and they've been doing something like that their entire forever. I mean, in the, in the, in that vamp doc, the scary carrion cross bump that Vampiro takes, it's against Conan. Conan's like, let me introduce to you my big new heavy guide. He's going to slam you to the mat, Vampiro. Like they always are going to go back and forth. And it's so like, I, I, they're just so sweet together. I love them. I love them. It is Perfect Strangers, which I was like, no, that's like a thriller crime drama. No, it's Perfect Strangers. <laughs> perfect Strangers, starring Bulky and uh, I think it's Someone Michael. else, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, okay. Vampiro also asks, where's Bale of the crew, the third member of the crew? Oh. He's been missing for weeks. James, do you remember where Bale is? He got his head eaten. Yes, he did. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> I love wrestling so much sometimes. It's Puma the God versus Tex-Mex badass Chavo in our No Disqualification Lucha Underground Championship match tonight. Match opens with Puma chain wrestling Chavo into a few knots, and Chavo appreciates the technique. You see him get that smirk. He's like, oh, yeah, wrestling. Cool. Um, however, Chavo understands that he needs to cheat, so he does. No! Uh, he pulls. He goes on the outside, kind of calls out Conan. Uh, Puma's like, oh, no. He doesn't fall for it this time, but he falls for it the second time when Chavo buckles his knee 
Puma goes, turns his back on the crew who jump him immediately. Mm-hmm. Start whipping him with a kendo stick, just beating the shit out of him. It's a problem. Conan tries to square off with the crew, not to get involved, but just to give Puma time to recover. That's not even enough. Crew is holding down Puma. Chavo's climbing the top rope, still holding his knee. So I guess he actually, at least in storyline, did hear it. He wasn't trying to trick Puma. He did tweak his knee. Gets to the top rope. They're holding him down. Frog splash. It's the end of the match when who shows up to save the day? Well, these are problems, and they're acting like children right now. Uh, It is Matt Ritter, not John Ritter, not his son. A kid I went to high school with, Matt Ritter, comes out and destroys. And you, no one makes a reaction because nobody knows who this guy is, except for one voice loudly in the background going, yeah, whoop, whoop. And it is clearly James. James has been in the temple since day one. He wasn't going to tell us because uh-huh. he wanted to He wanted to save it for this Matt Ritter kid he went to high school with reveal and i said it a little prematurely when i screamed he's a madman (laughs) that was also james (laughs) no it's tejano guys and i was just uh, so excited yay babyface tejano's here for the honor of mexico and the honor of shitting in chavo's bag he is here to put an end to this beats the shit out of the crew saves puma Hits the four, who ends up hitting the 450 splash to pin Chavo four minutes and 55 seconds. Conan comes back into the commentary. Did I prove you? Did you? Did I prove you wrong again, Vamp? Fuck off, Conan! Ah, oh, they're so cute. <laughs> uh, in the and post match, yeah. Well, Tejano on the outside of the ring gets the mic and he says, "Hey, Chavo, Mexico isn't coming for you. Mexico is here." Mexico's right here, Peril. Yeah, he is a bitch. Yeah, very exciting. And that's the end of the episode. We could just end the episode right here because there's no more episode left. Wait a minute. <gasps> there's a little bit more episode in the locker room. Chavo, titleless, sad, and his leg is still hurt. When Blue Damon comes in and assures Chavo not to worry, he doesn't fight people who are already hurt. I'm not like you. Whoa! Tabo asks him, so what, now Tejano's doing your dirty work? Yeah, and I heard the crowd cheering for Tejano tonight. I've never heard him cheer for you like that. Maybe because he's Mexico, and you're just some has-been who's been living in Miami. Blue Damon Jr. could not stand the slander against Miami. There is a lovely city! The beaches! The The, serial killers! The uh, movie, uh, The Birdcage, starring Robert Williams and Nathan Lane. Bad Boys 2. Bad Boys 3. The Bad Boysening. The Bad Boys and Barry. I'm pretty sure it's Bad Boys Forever, but okay. Well, that makes no sense. Then what happened to Bad Boys 3 ever? No, that is Bad Boys 3. Bad Boys 3 forever? That, that, yeah, that, that doesn't make that, sense. It well, makes no uh, sense. Uh, hey, Batman did it too. <laughs> Batman's a piece of shit. Uh, just like Chavo. anyway blue damon jr slams chavo's head into the locker then into the other locker and then screams i am mexico i am yo soy mexico yo soy as blue damon jr leaves chavo smirks did he just get himself a match and a payday for ultima lucha find out next week on dragon 
It is real. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Sean, do you have anything to plug? Hey, I. so again, it's been a hard three weeks, so my Twitch has been a little rough. I'm hoping to get back to it pretty soon. Over on uh, twitch.tv slash goosevonkaiser, uh, watch me have a good time. James, can you go ahead and plug something while I look something up real quick? Yeah, hey guys, listen to my music under Marshland Monster. I have a new EP coming out with MC Deep on September 15th, I believe, whatever that Friday is around there. And then, hey, head over to mlmpod.com to find out information about all our free feed podcasts, like Mostly Speaking Sentai Height of Horror, Formulaic, Hit It and Crit It, and Sweet Child of Time. It's all good stuff. Then head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod, where for $5 a month you get exclusive content every single friday it's great stuff over there this week is our all pen ultimate no our ultimate episode of death from above a sam and max podcast it's gonna be fun and ten dollars gets you all of that content plus monthly bonus exclusive stuff in the form of straight to patreon or watch alongs it's real good we're gonna be talking i think about a the worst star trek episode ever as said by our friend mars from next generation it's gonna be fun and you get shout outs on every single free feed podcast so let's begin with those starting with steve f eric barry of ranger command power hour we don't have time Alex oh, Z, okay. The Waz, Orion, Jordan B, The Chaos, which my Bickle brother in common law, Joshua Jacobs, Steve Barnes, a sweet child of the time, and Intro Void, check him out. The Woman Which I Emerged, my mother, Lil Corey's BFF and former roommate Shane, that fed, twitch.tv forward slash core winning, it's Corwin, and from the Rom Complex Plus, Formulaic, a podcast and script writing, it's twitch.tv forward slash R2 Shelby 2, R2 Shelby 2. And real quick, I wanted to make sure uh, you can still donate if you're interested regarding my friend who I lost. There is a GoFundMe set up for his beautiful, lovely, 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 lover very much wife. GoFundMe.com. Keep on prancing. And if you just want to look at pictures of this, the dude was, oh my gosh, he was, he was like a yoga. He was so fucking jacked. He's got beautiful body pictures. Uh, Purple Prancer on Instagram to just appreciate him. Uh, but yeah, that's GoFundMe.com. Keep on prancing. And you keep on being you while I keep on being Sean. And I've been James. And this has been Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, yeah.